Hello and welcome to the one 106 of a second photography podcast. In this podcast I'm going to continue the gear I love series and I'm going to be focusing on the Canon 200mm f2.8 L lens. This is probably my most recent lens purchase and I purchased it used. And the question is why did I purchase it? I've got an 85mm already for Canon DSLRs and I've got a 50mm for Canon DSLRs and 85mm is the longest I've got for DSLR lenses. So why on earth did I decide to go and get a 200 Well actually I must confess I decided to get the lens because I saw it on YouTube. Not that specific lens. I watched a video and I think it was with a, a Nikon camera. It was actually an f-stoppers video and that I'm sure they were using Nikon cameras and they compared the focal lengths um, for portraits and what I could see was the longer the focal length the more I liked the image. So I'd gone for an 85mm lens because you got some quite good separation but you weren't miles away from your subject and I've often thought I don't want to be backing up really far but what I saw in the video was the more telephoto your lens was, the more the background was blurred out. I really liked the isolation that 200 millimeters gave you, and I really liked the fact that the background was completely blurred out because it really suited my style of shooting. So what I like to do is I like to do portraits and I like to do fashion shots, but on location, primarily because I'm too mean to pay for a studio. So I like to go out on location and, and do that type of photography. Often you'll find that the background isn't great. Sometimes you can get nice backgrounds, but more often than not, I find the backgrounds aren't great. People walking about, etc., etc. And one of my recent episodes, I talk about why I like shooting in London. You get some really good backgrounds in London and some really good places to shoot, but you often get people milling about. You, you, there might be like a trash can that looks quite horrible. There are all sorts of distractions in the background. And yes, you can fix some of them in editing and you can sort of just move to the left a bit. I just want something where I can do it as easy as possible. And I don't have loads of editing and stuff to do. So I was really quite drawn to this 200mm lens. Obviously they were using Nikon. I think they were using a, a, a zoom lens in the example video I watched. So I started looking into lenses and I came across the Canon 200mm f2.8L lens. And I thought, well, that's this good. It's quite old now. So it's going to be quite cheap. And actually the site I was looking at to buy it on news actually had an additional 10% off. So it really brought the cost down. I happened to be buying it when there was a promotion. So it brought the cost down. And I must say I was so glad I bought it because it's probably my best lens particularly for portraits not particularly good lens for landscapes or street photography but for portraits it's excellent it's built like a tank it's an L lens now I use it primarily with my in fact no not primarily I use it exclusively with my Canon 5D so it's quite a big lens there's no real moving parts it's just the focus mechanism two switches one ring which is just your focus ring and that's it it came i was really surprised it came with its own lens hood and the lens hood is an L lens hood so it's got felt inside so it's a really good lens hood it's a big lens and when you put the lens hood on it's it's really big but it does give a wonderful image and it does give nice contrast and nice colors and of course the background is completely blurred out and the subject is really isolated which i really like so it goes down to f2.8. That's quite fast. It's not as fast as other lenses. It's not as fast as other lenses I've got. So my fastest lens is an f1.4, which was the Sigma 50mm. So you would think f2.8 is quite fast, but it's not that fast. And the reason it's not that fast, at the focal length of 200mm, you get quite a lot of movement and shape. I would say 
you get the same amount as normal, but it's much more noticeable. So you cannot shoot at 1 60th of a second. You have to shoot at quite high shutter speeds. And therefore, to shoot at quite high shutter speeds at f2.8, you need to bump up the ISO. So when I shoot with this camera, unless it's very bright, I'm normally shooting at higher ISOs than I would normally. Normally I shoot at ISO 100 in, in the daytime, but I regularly have to put, put the camera up to 800 ISO when shooting with this lens. Just because I want a high shutter speed, really, I, I want to be shooting 1 200th of a second or 1 250th of a second the lowest speed i'll go is 1 125th of a second i won't go lower than that because it will just be blurry and no good now obviously if i shoot with flash that's great i can go to a higher shutter speed but not too high because you we've got that flash sync speed of about 1 200th of a second on my camera so i am a little bit stuck so even if i do have flash sometimes i need to go a little bit higher with the iso so i think that's the only real downside of the of the lens as I said, it's an L lens and the build quality is fantastic. I would not use it on a APS-C body because then you're getting, particularly for Canon, you're getting a focal length equivalent to 320 millimeters, which is is a bit is too much for portrait and fashion work. So there are disadvantages with this lens. It's big and it's long and it's it's quite heavy. It's not the heaviest lens, but it is quite heavy. And you have to back quite a way up. Other than that, I think it is a tremendous lens. So what else could you use it for? It's probably not that good for landscape. Is it any good for sports and wildlife? Well, if I was using it for sports and wildlife, yes, I could use it on the full frame camera, but I might be tempted to actually put it on an APS-C to give me a longer reach. The focusing is good. It focuses really well. I don't know in terms of how it compares to other lenses. I don't know if it's slow or not. I've not used it for wildlife and I've not used it for sports photography. So I don't really know if it's deemed fast or slow. I never notice things unless the camera's hunting around. I never really notice if something is fast and slow. Particularly on a lens, I never think, oh, that lens is faster than that one, or that one's slower than that one. What tends to force the hunting about is the level of light. If it's if we're in low light, we tend to do camera tends to do a bit of hunting about. So I don't know if it is a fast or slow lens for focusing, but it's certainly adequate for my needs. It could be used for wildlife photography. It could be used for sports, but I, again, I don't know how good it would be. I don't know if it would be specialist as that, but it does fall quite nicely into the category of portrait lens for me. With the lens, I've done two shoots that I really liked. One was in Watford and one was in London. Very contrasting days. One was one of the hottest days of the year and it was also one of the most humid days of the year. I think there was thunderstorms when I was driving back. That was the one in Watford. So on that day, the lens was a bit of a tire to carry around because it was hot. It was humid. Thankfully, I only brought one lens and it was just that one. But I brought a few other bits of kit, which I regretted bringing due to time to cart them around. But that gave some really good images. And particularly in a street setting, it just blurred everything out. And, and it gave some really wonderful and colourful images. And another time I used it, I was in London and I just brought that lens. And I used it with flash and I got some really good results. We came, me and the person I was photographing, came across this tree that was nice and pink and lots of sort of pink flowers and leaves were on the floor. I'm not really an expert on flowers and leaves, but they were pink and they were on the floor. So it was nice. So And, and actually what I 
got the model to do was to lie in it. The lens is so isolating, it looked like she was surrounded by these pink flowers, but in, in actual fact she wasn't. It just, the lens just focused it in and compressed everything. That lens made that shot work really well. The frame was so narrow with her in, it just looked like she was surrounded by these. And I got some really good images in front of a building site. Found a good place to stop where it wasn't crowded. We took some images. And while I was taking them, I noticed that, oh, in the background, there's scaffolding, there's builders, I think there's a portaloo. And when I looked back at the images on the monitor, you couldn't see them because it blurred that out so much. And I thought, ah, oh, this lens is really what I thought it would be. This lens has saved that, those shots because had I used any other lens, you would have been able to make out what they were. And it would have just ruined the image. It would have been too distracting to look at. But with this lens, it wasn't. So it's a great cracking lens. And it's certainly my favourite portrait lens. And it's certainly one that I'm going to keep. It's not the most versatile lens. It's not as versatile as an 85mm for me. But it has become my go-to lens for portraits, particularly outside. I, think I would struggle in a studio setting to use it. Because I'd have to back up quite a lot. But certainly for on-location shoots, that's the one to bring.